welcome to the Dog Podcast. Why why is that? Why is it, I don't know why it happens like that sometimes. Welcome to the show, folks. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this the right way. I, I apologize to everyone at home uh, who, who listens to us faithfully on uh, whatever they're listening to. Uh, let's see if I can. Could have easily said we weren't ready for today. We I, sometimes it doesn't come. It doesn't work the way I think it's supposed to work. Like I thought it was gonna work perfectly fine. You know me. I, I, I'm a very hopeful person. Are you gonna redo the countdown? Or that no, I need to redo. Need to do shit. Okay. <clears throat> Hold on a second. Let me make sure I got my breath. Let me. Because this isn't this isn't there. Is it there? Where's that playing through? See, that's weird. Because I didn't do that. I don't know what you did. It's set to play through my board. Something's fun. But something's not playing right. I don't know. So you know what I'm gonna do? I think we're gonna end this live. I can't, <laughs> I can't hear myself. You can't hear you. I can hear you. Oh, can you? I can hear you, but I can hear me. I can hear you, but not me. You can't hear yourself. No, you hear I can't. Okay, there it is. Yeah, you just you're just using your love talking slow jams voice, so it's not working. <sighs> so let's see. Let me see if I can fix this. Let's see. You know what makes great radio, Joey? Fucking up. Fucking around for <laughs> two minutes of stumbling and bubbling. That makes a great radio. Okay, I see what I did wrong. There it is. Boom, boom, bang, bang. And boom. Welcome to the Dot Probably Broadcast. And welcome, one and all, back to another edition of the Dot Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Marcus, and I'm joined in the Dot Comedy Studios by my boy, Joey LaFaro. Joe, say hello to the people. Hi, people. Oh, man, oh, man. Joey, it's been a week. Huh? If they're still with us. If they're still with us. I mean, we, we didn't go away. We told him it was gonna start. It's not like it's not like we just we we, we shut down and had to come back. No, goddamn it, they, we're here with them. And if you're here with me, I agree with you. I love me too. And you know, we, you know, us here, Joey. Who's that? We are joined on the CPMMA fight line by Miss Pretty's Funny Northeast Twenty Two. Uh, I'm sorry, two, 2022. Um, 2022? Is that what it is? Yeah, 2022. Candace is welcome back to the show. Yeah, she's on mute. If she doesn't want to talk to me. It's just the essence. Yes. It's, it's the ghost of pretty funny past. I don't know. Candace, you there? Candace, you there? Wave your hand. Oh shit! And now we're just getting stern looks. Now it's no yeah. audio. And now we're just angry faces. Yeah, we can't hear you. At we all. can't hear you at all. 
<laughs> oh, that goes. explains that one. Yep. Oh man. Oh man. But Joey, it's been a long week, man. It's been it's been too long a week, Joey. We keep saying that. Is it just as a new normal now? I think we might need to accept that it's not. That these weeks are just getting longer it's and longer. Just the weeks are going to be long now. It's it's. You know why the weeks seem long, Joey? Why? Because I'm doing my job as at an expert level. Is that what it is? Yeah, like I'm doing, like my job is DJ Marcus. I'm doing at an expert level. Mm. And you know what I say to that, Joey? I don't say that. God damn it. Fuck it. I don't know. Fuck everybody but me, Joey. Okay. That's what I say to that. You know why? Because DJ Marcus does the best he can do sometimes. And when he does his best, he does an awesome job. Is Candace back? I don't know. I think she is. She's back. Okay. Nope, still no sound. No sound. <laughs> what? And, and you're choppy, so that means it's your connection. Mm. I mean, the video's enough. It's working, but the sound's just mm. not there. Yeah, it's, it'll, it'll work out. We'll work it out. She'll, she'll what sit. happens when you try to do stuff on a mobile device? That's what, that's what happens when you try to lay down and do a podcast. I don't, I don't get that part either. But hey, that's not for me to get, Joey. You know what I'm here to do, Joey? Spin records and make fun of people. I did a lot of that this week, Joey. You know where I did some of that at? Hmm? You know where I did some of that at this week? Did some of what? Some uh, spin records and make fun of people. No. Not Comedy shows near me. Oh. Early plug. Okay. Comedy shows near me. I, I, am, I, am, I am excited, Joey. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for comedy shows near me. We had our, our 14th sellout in a row. This week at uh, comedy shows near me. That means y'all need to get there, man. It is. It, it has been hot as of late. Yes. Uh, and I'm 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 spinning the records as fast as I can. I'm doing my damn thug fizzle, Joey Lafaro. And here, here's my hope: by uh, 20, 2023, comedy shows near me is taking over the over the globe, Joey. Well, that was that was kind of the plan. That was the plan? Uh, oh wait, by twenty twenty three. Yeah, twenty twenty three. Okay. I'm gonna take over the world. I, that, 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 even even as, as optimistic as I am, I feel that might be aggressive. But hey, let's uh let's roll with it. Why not? Hello, Candace. Nope, still just no, teeth. Still no sound. Just teeth, no sound. Your teeth do look amazing right they now. Do, I don't really know perfect. what's going I don't know, on. I don't know what you're doing, what your regimen is, but I need to get down there. Yeah, mine, you, mine are not. Mine are ugly. Mine are, mine have <laughs> problems. I need to go see a dentist. Use your computer. Stop using your phone. Yeah, your phone's not not trying to help you participate this week. Stop doing sexy time in the bed with your hand, <laughs> on, with your hand on your fist. I know, I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to get people all hot and bothered on the internets. Well, she was trying to not have to be on video, and then the sound <laughs> didn't work. Yeah, that's what she was trying for. Now she's trying to be frozen. Yep. Now she is officially Elsa. All right, uh, we don't need to live commentate no. the status of, uh, of, our of, our, of our co-host. No, not at all. Um, man, yeah, we had a great show this week, Joey. We did. We did. We had uh, uh, some old friends stop by. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't seen uh, uh, our good friend uh, D'Angelo Joyce in a while. Yes. And Former guest on the on the original format of that comedy podcast. Yes, sir. Uh, we were he, live from a basement in Beltsville. He featured. We had Dot uh, Comedy mainstay Jenny Tillery was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got her start in the dot comedy room. Yep. 
And then we uh, we made some new friends with uh, Dwayne White and his uh, his lovely wife. They were very yes. nice. Yes, and, very nice people. Very, uh, very nice. Was, that was a cool. That was a cool show. I'm not gonna say anything more about Dwayne White's wife. And Hetty uh, Hetty Hetty <laughs> uh, Hetty was a uh, Hetty hosted as usual. Hetty hosted um, and did an amazing job as always. Yeah, I forgot the key word there was was did a great job as usual. <laughs> Uh, I just, uh, yeah, like that's a reason, there's a reason that, uh, that, that she does it frequently. Um, so, uh, it was, it was, it was a great show. We're yeah, looking forward to in this week. Um, we're excited because another old friend's coming, coming by. Mr. Alex stars is going to come by. The black star is going to be in the building. Mr. Alex star will be in the building. Will he be in the building or he be there like an osmosis form? Like, uh, like he is for he uh, submitted. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, we did. Yes, yes we, we can. can. All right, what's going on? Is there a guest for this week, Joey? This is our guest, Sam Cobb. Hey, Sam Cobb, welcome to the Dad Comedy coming, Podcast. Coming sir. live from from a roadway somewhere, or he's probably yeah. My bad, I'm driving. <laughs> You're good, Sam. Sam. Sam looks like he's in a dungeon with all that red. Yeah, that was. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you're coming to us from hell. <laughs> How y'all doing? Doing good, man. Good. How about yourself? I can't complain. I just got done with a mic. I appreciate y'all having me. Oh yeah, definitely. How, how was the mic? Sorry, the GPS. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, Sam, we were just talking about last week's show, and uh, actually, Sam joined us for our open mic last week. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Uh, and and and. If I'm not mistaken, uh, we were just talking about Dwayne White, Sam. Uh, I, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, you're, you went to his, his open mic tonight. Yeah, Dwayne's. Yeah, yeah. That's that where I'm. That's where I'm coming from. It was cool. It was cool. Cool. Sorry, awesome. one second. I'm hitting this turn. One second. I like how it's all circular. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was cool. I got to uh, try out some new stuff. Got some good feedback. You know what? I think this episode is going to be the episode we finally break in with the ASMR crowd. <laughs> because there's going to be like so many random road sounds. Yeah, that's 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 funny as hell. Yeah, some guy with a uh, with a, a hipster doofus beard and top knot is going to be masturbating this later. No, 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 don't do that, sir. Stop it. I, 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 Stop it, sir. Let them have their joy. Um. Get your pumpkin spice off later, sir. Oh. Not during the Die Company podcast. Oh, man. But, Joey, uh, that last week's show, amazing. This week's show, going to be even more amazing. Who's our headliner this week, Joey? Uh, I was getting to that. Our headliner this week is Miss Patrice DeVoe. Patrice DeVoe? Okay. So, so we're break, taking uh, New York and Richmond and bringing them together in the DMV. Uh, okay. With with uh with our with our feature and headliner this week, okay. uh, we're also bringing back old friend of the show Kurt Ryan to open. Awesome! Oh, uh, Kurt is amazing. Kurt's <laughs> great. I love Kurt. He's, he's, Kurt he's is so guy. funny. Yeah. So uh, it's gonna be a back show. Unfortunately, uh, we uh, Justo won't be able to make it. Uh, oh, okay. He had a he had a, a, a last minute uh, conflict pop up and he won't be able to join us. Uh, but we will have uh, Jay Reeves hosting. Okay. So it'll still be a great time. Still going to be fun, man. Still going to be fun. I get to do it my... It sounds like a good lineup. Yeah, we got a couple fun uh, surprises in the guest spots, too. So it'll be a nice little night. I get to do my announcer voice for, uh, for, the, for the guest that they get this. But good evening, ladies and gentlemen. For all of you here to see Justo this evening, 
Unfortunately, there was a conflict in scheduling. He will not be performing tonight. If you would like a refund, please see no one. Because no one's giving you Please see no one. Like <laughs> probably would just uh, just like this is one of the nice things about about doing comedy at this level is no one knows who the fuck you are. Like, <laughs> let's be honest. Like you know, the best you'll get is like oh, I think I saw that guy at that place that time. Like that's yeah. you'll get a vague that's, remembrance. That's, that's that's spot one. <laughs> yeah, it is. We, we we we're still building brands down here. Yeah. Not too many videos yeah. that have enough. To, uh, to to draw attention, so I don't know that that uh, Justo was uh that people were coming to see him host a show. Really, you don't think so? You don't think he was pulling from wherever he's from? <laughs> I, I think I think there were some people who would be like, "Oh, I remember him. He, I like him." And then <laughs> so they came to it when he headlined. I think that might be the only uh, people okay. who are disappointed. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see how this week's show goes, man. I'm I'm I am, I'm amped for it, man. Yeah. You telling me Alex Starr is gonna be on a show? I haven't seen Alex Starr perform in so many years, and it's going to be amazing. I hope you. Oh, know. Alex is dope too. That's yeah, the, dude, that's a that's a stacked lineup you got. Yeah, we try to do that. That is that is what we try to do every. We try week. to put on good shows. It's, it's, I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. Can't you can't charge people money and give them trash. You can. It happens. You can. <laughs> I mean, it does happen. Uh, there's a lot of bringers out there that <laughs> do that. Yeah, but, um, yeah. You guys pack it out each week. It's gotten that way. It took yeah. a while to build to build that audience. So I mean, it, that's it, dope. It, yeah, it, and and it's a lot. I mean, a lot of it's return business too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's gotten to the point now. Like we literally, our regulars come up to us and be like, "Oh, well, I won't be here next week. I have to go visit my family." <laughs> and we're like, "How dare you? You're supposed to be here." Um, <laughs> Who's gonna laugh? Yeah, but, that's yeah. solid though, dude. Especially in service, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think it was a a, a, a demand that was uh, definitely needed. I don't know. The only thing is, I don't know that um, our venue has realized what we're doing. Like, no, no, they haven't. <laughs> I think they still look at us as like, oh, it's this nice little thing that happens here. Yeah, um, uh, yeah you're bringing them. You're bring you're bringing them so much, so much fucking money. Probably not even probably. You're selling out. Yeah, I, 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 I I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna test yet because I haven't been there on another day to just compare. But uh-huh. I, I have a suspicion. I have a high suspicion. <laughs> a high suspicion too. We'll find out on November nineteenth. Oh we're yeah. Finally there on a Saturday, and then you see what the turnout's like. Because uh, oh, you got we, a weekend. We finally got a weekend show, November nineteenth. Yep. Uh, Saturday, November nineteenth will be our first weekend show there, and it will be uh, headliners only. It is six of our very best headliners. Including Justo, so if you miss Justo, that's the ticket to buy. Go get that ticket yeah, now. Definitely. The early bird tickets are on sale. Uh, he'll be there for that one. Uh, so will be uh, Apple Brown, Betty, Anthony Oaks, Stacy Carver, Ashley Mayo, and Tommy Sabazo. Um, that that is going to be probably the funniest two hours you're going to spend. That show's dumb. Saturday. That's going to be a dumb show. That show, that show is 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 stupid talented. I don't, I don't. I'm actually still kind of like wondering if if that was too much. <laughs> Maybe too much. <laughs> like we might get sued for like you know injury. Uh, that's a good lineup too. Hey, I threw my back out at Paris's show this weekend. Was it a good show? Oh, it was a great show, and it, it turned out it was just her and like the previous one I went to. 
she was hosting it, but she had a bunch of different acts. Okay. But this time it was just her and Rilo. Awesome. And it was really cool because I got like as I as we walked up, Rilo was there outside, and we got to catch up a little bit. Yeah. Um. So he'll be. Uh, I think we're gonna try to have him in sometime in December. On the podcast or in the show, on on the show. Uh, at Comic Shows near me. Uh, and the and the guy who runs Draft House was talking to him, and he's like, "Oh, you run a show? Where do you run it?" And I say, "What's the name of it?" I say, "Comedy shows near me." Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, but what's the name?" And I said, "Comedy shows near me." And we did this whole "Whose line is it anyway?" thing for about five minutes. That's hilarious. That sounds that sounds that's going to be amazing. No, who's on first? That's what I meant. Who's on first? Yeah. And whose line is it anyway? But hey, black guy alone with a bunch of white guys in the middle the middle of the stage. How how long have you guys been at this venue? We started in April. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, we started this one in April, and we used to have the dot comedy sit thing back way back when, but that was a whole different mode of stuff. Like, we weren't we weren't doing tickets. That was an open mic. We weren't making any goddamn money. That was us say, trying. That was us say trying what make, we weren't doing. We weren't making any fucking. No, that money. was us trying to pretend that we could make money doing open mic. Terrible. No, no, no. So when did you guys start ticketing? Yeah. Well, uh, how yeah, many we was designed to be that so it yeah. was it's a whole different operating again there was like a we're talking about like a what, five year difference between yeah, the two five six years <laughs> oh okay 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 yeah 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 oh, we, oh you've we, been at it for a while joey haven't you yeah well so i started doing stand-up in like 2013 2014 and mm-hmm. then i Damn. did and then i started doing dot com we started dot comedy and ran dot comedy up through like 2016 and then i took a break from like 2016 until like 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay, okay. Because I was in Colombia for a number of years there. 2019 when uh, we brought back the podcast. What the hell was you doing in Colombia? Uh, I had worked there, so and uh, I, I so after at a certain point I moved to be closer to work, but then I didn't realize the toll it would take on being able to do comedy because you're in no man's land. Stop like, saying you worked yeah, there. Right. I did. You didn't just work there. We live there together. Yes. <laughs> we, but we moved there was the point. Yes. We chose to move there of all places we could have moved. We moved to the Mecca of comedy in the DMV, Columbia, Maryland. <laughs> so, yeah, there wasn't a lot a lot of stand-up going on. Now, and now of course, now, of course, I move away and Nottingham becomes a thing. Ah, yeah. So, uh, it, you know, uh, but, but it's been fine. You know, it, it, it's been a but I, yeah, I had that gap in there. So people will be like, "Oh, you've been doing this for like ten years." Like, mm, no, there was a there was a sizable hiatus. Yeah, uh, but you know, uh, comedy shows near me was kind of like this opportunity to like take all the lessons we learned doing dot comedy as a show, a live show, and then put it into um, put put all the lessons into practice and something new. So that was kind of the. Yeah, because that comedy was we considered that comedy an open mic show. Yes, that was that was the brand. Yeah, I always I, I always have this, this this part of me that thinks I'm clever. Where I go, hey, we're gonna brand it slightly different than everybody else. <laughs> so our open mic open mic shows. Yeah, because um, we had we had musical guests. Well, we had musical guests. We had music between we had we had music between every comic. We had lights and, and sound and video recordings at every every show like which i know now is not a big big deal because everybody's doing that but you yeah. know we did it back in 2014 when no one was doing it no one wanted how it. was it exhausting 
<laughs> we had some really cool nights in there, but it was like, you know. Was it like a hit or miss? At the end of the day, it's an open mic. And we weren't, you know, we were very pro comedian at the time. So there wasn't this like, uh, you wouldn't, you didn't have the situation where you could control the quality. You know, yeah. there was no, as far as an audience member's concerned, right? Yeah. It was. Right. We're prioritizing we think you know we like our friends we want our you know, we want people to develop we want to create this this, this artistic thing we are on the side on this kick and we thought we could do it and um be profitable at the same time and be fun at the same time and that really was never realistic because you know the problem is you never build an audience that way like no. you just don't right. I mean, you build the comics love you but you know we would we would start the show at nine o'clock in bethesda and go until midnight so it's like a three-hour open mic oh, um, that sounds brutal yeah. Was, yeah, we had to, but because of the production, you know, the value we put into it, it took us like an hour to set up. So we're so there two hours beforehand. Two but, hours before, an hour to break down. It roughly, it was our part time job that yeah. we didn't get paid. Yeah. Shit. Was, was, that, was the venue like cool? Like, how'd they feel about it? It was cool. They were cool until, until got, black stuff started happening. Until they got really racist about our, <laughs> our, our, our musical guests and were like, no more rappers. Um, I can't really believe oh, that. A couple of the rappers showed up uh, like reeking of weed. And this was uh, yeah, before things were but Yeah, it's Bethesda, you know. Um, and eventually, like, we were doing night. We did really well. We did get best of Bethesda Magazine's best nightlife on a Wednesday. Um, oh, shit. And then like oh this is on a wednesday too this is a wednesday night show and then like at the and we had a thursday night at ziba bar in dc we had a couple other one-offs that didn't quite pan out who's the one in columbia we had uh, why do you always want to bring up that shit i wasn't gonna bring up phoenix emporium where it was just me you and 15 comics and no audience i wasn't gonna talk about phoenix emporium that was that was not going to be a thing for me. You know what I, I forgot about? That was uh, that was another disaster. Which one? Vita Lounge. Shit. I, I saw a memory from it on Facebook the other day, and I was like, oh, my God, of all the things I don't want to remember, <laughs> this thing. Yeah, we tried a lot. <laughs> we, we were tried. trying. We were so we were do, so doing so much extra shit to be experimental. Like, and was oh, this yeah. like all at the same damn time? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was over the course of three years. We ended up having, uh, I don't think we have, we have all three rooms at any one point. I don't think so. I think we just had no, two. We had two. We had two going at a time. Yeah. We tried to get something spun up in Columbia, and that one never really fully caught on. It kind of died out. Then we tried to move into doing the Wednesday, Thursday thing and doing Zeba. And then Zeba ended up being our last, last room. But even that was hard to maintain, you know, any type of consistency. Yeah. Um, they were paying for renting chairs. That was Vita Lounge. That was that Vita Lounge disaster. Like they didn't have chairs, so we had to. We ended up buying chairs in the morning. <laughs> oh, it was a dumb. And I had to pay somebody to drive the chairs there because because of how many chairs we thought we were going to fill. Yeah. So, like I said, like I said we like we, we came back to, to comedy shows, like, and I literally had to had to retire. For three years, it's like because of trauma. So yeah, uh, I was gonna say that that's got that's got to give PTSD right there. Oh, it yeah. did for a long time. It took me. That's why I say it. it took me until like I was, I find like I I broke up, uh, with with my girlfriend like right at the start of the pandemic, like a week into the first quarantine, 
and I moved uh-huh. back to Belleville. And then a couple months after that, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take another crack at this comedy thing, but I'm not producing Jack anymore. I'm never hosting an open mic ever again. <laughs> never producing, never hosting an open mic. And then, uh, <laughs> and then Jesse Rivas happened. And uh, Jesse has this habit of talking me into shit. And <laughs> talking you into it and walking away from it. <laughs> <laughs> I.e. the Dot Comedy Podcast. <laughs> that, that, that's actually true. That was that's that's how this started too. It was it was a it was a brainchild of Jesse, Jesse and then Jesse was, was like, and Jesse was like, yeah, it's it's a podcast, like us sitting around shooting the shit and talking, and then it's like, all right, cool, we're not shooting the shit and talking about what I see. I'm gonna go down a road that I don't want to go down on the podcast today. <laughs> then I start, I start spilling. Seeds. It's all good. Let it all out, man. I like how we had Sam on, and then he started interviewing us. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's the interesting part about this. We art. went down a weird, weird, weird rabbit hole. I, I don't remember how we got here. I think we were trying to do a plug for comedy shows. Comedy near shows near me. It just went down. Oh man! But Sam, we are definitely happy to have you on, sir. Uh, what, yeah, uh, so, you. so the mic, the mic was in Virginia. Is that that's where? Uh, yeah, Woodbridge. In Woodbridge, okay. Are you driving back to DC or Maryland? Mike? Uh, Maryland, Maryland, Gaithersburg. Oh Jesus! Oh wow! Okay. Oh, Sam, gonna be on the phone with us the whole time. <laughs> yeah. No. No problem. Okay. <laughs> hopefully, we'll keep you entertained. Yes. Hopefully uh, so. You ready to take a quick break? Yeah, we're gonna take a break. You know, we're gonna do. We sit down with Sam and uh, and talk to him a little bit, and uh, just see who he is, man. He's new to that comedy family, so we want to make sure they know who he is, and we learn a little bit more about. But we'll be back with more fun and more thrills in a minute. On that comedy podcast. Okay. Walk right up in the room like fuck everybody but me, everybody but me. Looking like this all good, but fuck everybody but me, everybody but me. And I really wish a nigga would say fuck everybody but me, everybody but me. And you could be just like me, say fuck everybody, everybody but me, everybody but me, everybody but me. That's right, little girl. You're listening to the Dad Comedy Podcast. And this segment of the Dad Comedy Podcast is brought to you by CPMMA. That's right, CPMMA is the loving sponsor of the Dad Comedy Podcast. They sponsor our fight line. That's where you can get your ass whooped right down at CPMMA. Go down there, get yourself some gloves, get yourself a punching bag, because you know you got that pimped up weekend rage. I'm sorry, weekday rage. So you go down there and you, you step in the ring with Bianchi Zimmerman, the now 14-time world champion, Bianchi Zimmerman, and get your ass whooped one good time at CPMMA. That's right, CPMMA. Get your ass whooped today. It was his birthday yesterday. It was? Happy belated yeah. birthday, brother. Oh, yeah, man. You know you know what Bianchi says when he steps in the ring, right? Fuck everybody but me. Actually, he just stares really intently. Like he looks through your soul. It's very disturbing. It is? I've seen it. I would, I, he's like the nicest dude. Yeah. Like, I've seen what happens when he gets in the ring. There's something natural in there. It's so weird. Like, I've met MMA fighters. Who are like the cocky ones? Like they're not the like the cage, the regular uh, UFC fighters, but just like regular regular guys. And they're always so nice, but then they like go in there and just like, pummel people. That's why I don't do it. 
because I don't know if I have the, the I have I know I, I'm angry a lot of the time, but I don't think I could go in a room in the ring and just punch somebody in the face. Can, can you think I can? I think I'm the right circumstance. I'm not certain. Okay. I'm I, mean, four, I remember I'm 40. Now. You don't learn how to harness that stuff with the It's overnight. See, that's why I said, I don't, I, I don't want to. I'm like, I'm too old to get punched in the face. That's why, <laughs> that's why the jujitsu would not MMA. Okay. I don't want to start getting punched in the face now. You went through your punch in the face face. Yeah, if I had, like found this when I was, uh, you know, 28. Yeah, man. I, like, I, I, I've been thinking about it more and more lately. Like, I've been, I, I don't know if I do have the free time. I'm, I'm guessing I have free time now. But I was thinking, you know, go, to, go down to uh, CPMMA and, uh, and just go, go fight somebody. Just pick a fight. See who, see who steps up. Just pick a fight. Saying, you do any fights? You, you any? Nah, man. I'm a lover. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I, 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 uh, I did a little boxing when I was younger. Okay. Okay. It was kind of forced on me, though, because my family, like, like they all box, and I was not feeling it. I can understand. Man. Who forced you to box? My mom. Oh. Your mom? I was yeah. Saying. I was like certain. Yeah, about uh, yeah. My uncles would have done it to me. I feel like that's an uncle thing to do. I guess my mom's an uncle. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But Sam, again, welcome to the show, man. It was definitely a pleasure having you on. Um, so just tell us a little bit about yourself, man. How long you been in the comedy game? Uh, five. Well, I, do we count pandemic? Because I guess like I took a year off. I mean, we can, I count the pandemic because there were a lot of comics out doing it still. And you're not, you don't stop being funny once you start. I mean, I don't know. Okay. I personally, I, for, and I do my like math, I would give the 10 number. Okay. Because I don't want I don't want people to think that like, oh man, you've been doing it for 10 years. You've been wasting your day. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you are, need to right? stop now. You need to stop now. Yeah. So, so track, I, I, so I, I, I subtract time where I was like not actively doing it. Uh, if you want to do that, I, I, I'm, I'm totally down with that. Uh, okay, cool. Then four years. Four, I'm doing four years. <laughs> okay. All right. So what what made you get into comedy? Fucking Kevin Hart. Okay. Really? Yeah. I, uh, he's, the, he's the first person on the podcast to say Kevin Hart. No one's. I hope much. that's a good thing. I hope that's a good thing. Maybe I could have kept that. To, maybe I should have kept that to myself then. No, no, no. It's it's um it's not that I don't think it's the first time someone said Kevin Hart, but it's definitely the first time that like they specified he was the like same yeah, the reason. Like most people have a reason. Usually it's something they. So what about like Kevin Hart in general? Just like you wanted to. Uh, I thought it was funny, it. and I was like, oh, I I could maybe do that. And I was always like really really goofy in high school. Okay. okay. Okay, I mean Kevin's Kevin's a good a good person to kind of model after. He he does everything, man. Uh, yeah, he's, he's everywhere. Yeah. yeah, he puts a movie out every other week. He just, I saw him. I think he, he put like six of them on Netflix. Yeah, I, I saw his latest Netflix one, and uh, you weren't happy about it. It just it, he's is everywhere. It's me. Is, is it Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, that looked weird. You know what, Mark Wahlberg wasn't. It just wasn't like. It just was like. It felt like they just threw it together to throw something together. It wasn't well. There's some funny laughs in there, but honestly, uh, I laughed harder at Day Shift. 
Okay. That uh, Jamie Foxx. Jamie, Jamie Foxx movie. The Jamie Foxx vampire one. That was a little better. There was yeah, one. See, it's hard to keep. It's hard to keep up with. I, 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 uh, I What's that one? With, was it Wesley Snipes? Oh yeah, the the one with uh, Kevin Hart and Wesley Snipes that just came. Yeah. Out. So I, I, I watched that not too long ago, and <laughs> I, I don't know. Which one was it, Wesley Snipes? I forgot the name of it. Uh, I saw the one with Man Woody from Harris. Toronto. That's with Woody Harrelson. That's. I thought that. Yeah, I thought. See, dude has like twenty thousand movies. <laughs> wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! We just. How did we mix up Wesley Snipes <laughs> and Woody? Well, uh, because they were both in Money Train. They're they brothers in Money Train. They're both in Demolition Man. Oh no, they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> they were all fucked up. No, I hear you though. Yeah, Kevin's everywhere, man. It, 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 the what like is I can't blame him. Like the, if they offer him money to make something, like, yeah, take the money. That's He's getting paid. Money. Yeah, even uh, if it's true not, story. It, 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 clearly the flops don't like hurt him at all. No, he's a volume shooter. Yeah, if you if he if you put out nineteen movies, the flop ain't gonna kill you. Like his team yeah. will never win the championship, but they're gonna be in the playoffs every year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like the Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's the uh, warriors of comedy. But yeah, man, and he's he's like he's he does a great job of like being a comedian. Yeah, yeah. he's he's a naturally funny person. Like I've seen him like just in downtime still be amazingly hilarious. Yeah, so, I like his work ethic. Oh yeah, artwork tastes better. That's uh yeah the, the motto of uh, Grand Cormido, his new tequila. So it cost me fifty dollars a bottle. So when you say Kevin <laughs> Kevin Hart is more, was that more of an inspiration, or do you also like look at him as far as a um, uh, stylistically? Like, do, do you feel like that's a that's a uh, like when you when you approach comedy, like who are your influences? Like, do you also consider him an influence, or is it more of he's a, more of an inspiration than an influence? Yeah, just inspiration. Our comedy styles are nowhere close together. <laughs> That was the biggest thing that you said that that surprised me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, really? I didn't see that in there. <laughs> oh, man. Everybody says that, too. And I get angry. I'm like, it's not, I'm, I'm, I'm not like Kevin. I'm not like Kevin. But it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's also, it's a huge compliment. No, I'm saying I, I, I wouldn't have like it, that's what surprised me about your comment. Like, oh I, fuck, my bad, my bad. I, no, no, I totally understood I, that I definitely wrong. wasn't like I, I don't like your styles are totally different. I totally agree with you. Um, just I, well, that's something we usually ask about. Is yeah. is uh? Who are some, who are some oh, people? and Michael Che, Michael Che too. Okay. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I. <laughs> Recently, I, I think Ralphie May also. That's also an influence. Ralphie's Ralphie's amazing. That's one of the first times I've heard Ralphie May May brought up as an influence. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm starting trends on your podcast. You're starting <laughs> trends, Sam. You're, you're you're shifting our whole our whole uh, paradigm. <laughs> Bringing up comics, we need to think about. Like, <laughs> like I think about Ralphie May. You know like, what was funny? We had this like one stretch of guests where we didn't hit the same influence like twice. We thought we were on something, uh-huh. and then like three weeks later, we ran out of it. It was the same old thing. Again. Was it the Eddie Murphy and Dave Chappelle? Yeah, we went back to that for yeah. a while. We like we were got away from that. Everyone was bringing up some uh, obscure, some other choices. You know, I like Anthony Tumoto. <laughs> 
Who the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> What's up? <laughs> he only Dave's, does reservation Dave, Dave's a little too deep for me. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, I, I, that's why I, maybe like uh, Kevin Hart, like he's goofy and I'm really, really goofy. Like, okay. And yeah, and Dave's very, very serious. Don't get me wrong; one of the, the greatest comedian ever, or one of them, you know. But he is very, very deep. He, he goes for the meta humor. Yeah, he, he gets you down deep. Like he, he makes you think about it. I feel like, yeah. but I will say his his punchlines are like out of this world. I yeah. every time he says something, I'm like, what? I also think some of it's just like. You know, when you get to a certain skill level, you can do that. You can wade into yeah. the deep and come back out and make it funny. He's a Jedi, yeah. man. Which is which is which is yeah. hard to do. Like I, I, I believe me, I want to be that style, but I can't get there because like every time I feel like every time that I try to go deep, people look at me funny and be like, they're like, ah, right yeah. You know what I'm gonna make, Joey? What? Make a meme. The Jedi Council of Comedy. Okay. And just just put just put who I believe should go on that council. Bill Burr. Bill Burr, Bill Burr would be on there for me. Bill Burr is one of my favorites. I gotta, I gotta pick a good Yoda. Bill, Bill Burr does such a good job of like and and actually the first person I would I would like initially I thought Lee C K was really good at this too, but Bill Burr's hit a whole nother level with it. Is he does a really good job of like pointing out hypocrisies in both in, in on people. At the opposite ends of a spectrum. Okay. Yeah. To help bring you back to some sort of sanity about a, about a, a topic, and kind of like come to some sort of thing, but he also could be harsh at times. Louis C.K. did yeah. the same thing at times when he, before he you know. Did he jerk off on somebody? Before he jerked off on his own <laughs> stomach and made people watch it, whatever the fuck he did. He didn't make anyone watch it. They watched it and they got disgusted. Avert your eyes. I'm jerking off. He's a conversation. <laughs> Just walk yeah, out. Yeah, I'm about to go in my room and jerk off. Okay. I did not mean it. <laughs> why, not, why are you watching me right we, we now? I think he was serious. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, a man of his yeah. words. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's one of it's comedy is such a uh, like like Dave Chappelle said in well, one of his in one of his sets. There is a representation of everybody in comedy. Yeah. So if you hate blacks, there's a bunch of comics out there who hate blacks. Just <laughs> that's very that's very specific. That's a, that's a weird. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was a little specific. <laughs> I feel like you looked this up. Like, like I wonder if this. Any racist? Where's the racist comedian? Who's on the racist circuit in Alabama, Mississippi? <laughs> who does the? Oh man, that's circuit? fucking. That's <laughs> fucking gold. That is hilarious. Oh, so, uh, you said you were doing it about four years. So, and, and so Kevin Hart got you, got you fired up, and got you started. What, but what is your, what is your goal? What, what do you, what do you want to accomplish? Yeah. Uh, I think I just. I, I don't know. That's funny you mentioned it. I was literally in deep thought the other day to, uh, thinking about that. I think I just, I don't know, make the world laugh? I don't know. I don't I, I, I don't know, honestly. That's a, that's a tricky one. <laughs> I'll, wake up, I'll wake up to make the world laugh. <laughs> honestly, actually, I think I just want to make my mom proud 
Uh, <laughs> You're giving way too many. Excuses. Actually, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let me actually let me be let me be serious. I want to sell out an arena someday. There we go. Okay. How about that? Okay. There, there we go. go. All right, all right. I can get that. The rest of them felt like like the like the the perfect answer you give to the press. <laughs> Yeah. And everybody goes, oh, you're a media train, weren't you? You like a media <laughs> Sam's ready. I can tell. He's prepped. You a publicist? It sounds like you a publicist. <laughs> She's sitting right beside me. There you go. Don't say anything about yeah. the alphabet community. You'll be good for the rest of your career. Oh, oh man. What? So where can people find you at, Sam? Uh, Instagram. My name with two A's and then Cobb, C-O-B-B. Or were you talking about like show wise? Yeah, you, <laughs> were you I'm sorry. I, I Instagram or social media or show wise? Social media oh. social media and uh, shows. You got any shows coming up, man? Uh yeah. Sorry. My car just kinda like fucked up. Okay. Don't want you to crash out these streets. No, these fucking new cars. Uh I'm in Silver Spring this Friday actually. Okay. Awesome. This place called Dennis, Denison, I think. Denison, yeah. The brewery, yeah. Where's that at? Uh, it's off of uh, Georgia Avenue, and like it's like right up you cross underneath that train track. So in Tacoma Park. It, yeah, it's it's like right <laughs> on the border at Tacoma Park. Here's the thing: I performed there, and the last time I did, um, I think it was Pete Musto's show, Power of Positive Drinking. Okay. And. I half bombed because the comic before me had was was a lesbian was making a joke about this guy who couldn't get over the fact that uh, that she was walking down the street with her girlfriend and he just kept going two ladies <laughs> and, <laughs> and I like tried to riff off of that which was a really stupid idea considering you know <laughs> I was at at the time. And I was like, I know what he was thinking, and I made a joke, and immediately lost half the audience. But just you know, the white women because they like to jump on bandwagon. That's the, that's the fucking worst when you think something's so funny and gold, and then you go up there and they're like, nah. Well, I I talked to the comedian. I was like, yeah, I didn't give a fuck with it. But it was you know these people <laughs> these people got offended for her, like that were dumb. You and, can't use her joke. <laughs> Don't use her premise. <laughs> That is a woman's premise. Yeah, Do not it, use her premise. I, it's it sucks when you like you think you have a good riff and then that riff doesn't land and you yeah. lose your audience immediately. Yeah, I've been there. And it's so tempting to like just go, oh, man, I kind of want to just throw this out there, but then like it just destroys all the other things you wanted to work on and do that day. <laughs> yeah, that happened to the last show I did. Oh, no? yeah. How, where was that? I was at um. Pete's Haha ha Emporium. <laughs> it's a laugh hut in uh, in Beltsville. Uh, come through every fifth Thursday of the, of the 14th month. What do they serve at the laugh hut? Huh? Nachos. Nachos. <laughs> the funniest. Being oddly specific. <laughs> funniest of the foods. <laughs> Only funny food at Pete's Haha ha Emporium. <laughs> we got laughs on deck. That is the, <laughs> the bottom of Pete's. Last one, Dick. Oh my goodness! Oh man, uh, the belt, the the belt. That's what I. That's what I love. How do you call. name a city after a highway? Because <laughs> they were they were like, hey, 
we're in we're the belt we're the beltway village yeah we, like it's, it's, it's one <laughs> one city that on the beltway but they're like we are the most beltway of all the cities <laughs> we're not the green belt we're the belt we're, our town has so little identity that we're going to just be a place to leave like you're just going to be here <laughs> to get on the highway from us be very transient if you move here that's that's what they wanted you to know Oh man, we gonna get into some of these topics, Joey. Okay, what's up? What's up going on in the world, man? Uh, remember Ti son at the Waffle House? Kang, he's, yeah, he's uh, bad as shit. <laughs> he's bad as shit, man. That's a, that's a, that's a bad kid. That is the very definition of a little shit. <laughs> yeah, he he is not he's not doing what he should be doing. Yeah. Oh, what else going on, Joe? Uh, Dave Chappelle uh, had some choice words on the Will Smith slap. Okay. Uh, and then uh, Tiffany Haddish and Aerie Spears did some wild shit. Aerie's <laughs> uh, been doing some crazy shit lately. Aerie's <laughs> picked though, like the, I don't know what he just stepped out of the shadows to catch every like. <laughs> I, got some, I got some thoughts about this. Like he's caught so many like social lashings that it explains his physical appearance he's swollen from all the beatings he's taken yeah. uh, that's funny as fuck oh, man. we get to that and a whole bunch more in a minute when we get back on me that comedy podcast And we're going to that comedy podcast. This segment of that comedy podcast is brought to you by Tappy Card. That's right. Get yourself a Tappy Card and move into the future. Tired of giving people your number and then typing it wrong. Tired of handing out business cards and people throwing them away. Tappy Card does all those things at once. You tap it on someone's phone. It sends your information directly to their phone. You, you get a QR code. You can scan it right there. All your information goes right to their phone. <clears throat> Tapping card is the future. It's the wave. It's how things are going to fucking be moving forward. Get yourself a goddamn tappy card. I don't have one, but Joey LaFaro does. Joey, do you like using your tappy card? I, I liked it before I lost it. Well, goddamn. Um, sorry. Uh, maybe in the future. This time it was my fault. <laughs> you, lost the, you lost the newer one? Yeah. <laughs> You're the worst. Oh, Joey LaFaro. We're, I don't know what we're going to do with you, sir. But yes, use the that comedy link and get nothing off. But it's fun. Get, get yourself a tapping card today. They're real fun while they last. While they last. Oh, man, we're back in that comedy really podcast. leave you. In podcast, Joey LaFaro, DJ Marks, especially his damn cop. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I want to call him Sam Cook. Unnecessary. <laughs> Maybe you was listening to him earlier? <laughs> yeah. Change is going to come someday, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, we're back at Joey. Oh, man. Let's get into some of these topics, man. Uh, so, um, the uh, New Mexico 
state court, uh, sorry, they uh, ruled Thursday that the founder of the group Cowboys for Trump must be removed from his post as or- Otero County Commissioner due to his participation in January 6, 2021. Treason attempt. <laughs> Judge yes. Francis Matthew, the first judicial court in Santa Fe, ordered Cooey Griffith. <laughs> Is that Stewie's brother? It's C-O-U-Y. <laughs> so you tell me how to pronounce that. C-O-U-Y? Yeah. To be stripped of his position effective immediately and permanently prohibited from him seeking or holding a federal or state position. Cooey? I, was, I, was I don't know. Cooey before Cooey. I mean, OU made me think it was Cooey. Cooey Griffin. Cooey Griffin. Cooey. <laughs> How old is Kiwi Griffin? I need to know if his parents were if his parents had him after uh, two thousand. I, I wanted to be young. That information is not available. I wanted to be young so that it fits, because <laughs> it just needs to be. He needs to be a Griffin. I, I guarantee you, he is not that good. Fifty. Uh. It's in his sixties. It doesn't actually say. <laughs> when I Google him, Google gives me the United States Capitol. I don't know. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> the only reason anybody knows who he is. He might know him because of his very, uh, Homie's famous for all the wrong things. Pretty damn much. He seems to wear a cowboy hat a lot. Well, the name's Cooper Griffin. He needs to wear a cowboy hat. Uh, good. I'm glad we're seeing him moving things in the right direction. There you go, Joey. Good you job, New Mexico. You know why? You know why they got to move in the right direction? Because sanity. Because it was treason, Joey. Yes. And we can't abide treason in America. Yes. Joey Lafaro <laughs> is a is a is a amendment hawk. He is going by all the amendments. If you break an amendment, Joey Lafaro is there to kick your ass. I just don't want to pretend like treason is not treason. It's not treason. You're call everybody else, everybody else treason. Call that treason. Especially because you know why I don't call why I call a spade a spade on this one? Why? Because these are all the motherfuckers who, who tell people they aren't patriots. You are the most unpatriotic, sir. You lose. You lost. Yeah. Willy Wonka at the chocolate factory is kicking you, you lose, out. Sir. <laughs> you lose. No. You get nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you drink fuzzy lifting drink and touch the ceiling. <laughs> That'd be hilarious if they just if Gene Hackman was is that Gene Hackman? Is that Gene Hackman? No, Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. Make his name Gene. They all the same to me. <laughs> Holy shit! That's so funny. That's that's my girlfriend's dad's name. <laughs> Gene. Dude, his what? name is Gene. His mom. Her mom's name is Tina, and her name is Gina. Oh, of wow. course. Yeah. I think they got really, really, really lazy. So they named her after the, their coupling. Like their yes. couple name <laughs> would have been Gina. Yeah. Their couple name is Gina. And so they're like, oh, what is Bennifer? Can you imagine if Bennifer named their kid Bennifer? <laughs> like we act like that's okay, but like really, that's basically the same thing that's happened here. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. What about uh, Hugo? How do you feel about Hugo? Hugo, Hugo Laurie, Hugo Weaver. I just meant Hugo in general as a uh, name. As a name, I don't. Because uh, a, a, a Hugo. Dean. I've never even met a Hugo. 
I've never met one Hugo. I used to have a friend named Hugo when I was a little kid. He was from Canada. And of course. Yeah, his dad was a pilot <laughs> fighter, and they lived down the street. And they were cool. Uh-huh. He had these weird toys that were Canadian. <laughs> weird Canadian toys. Yeah, weird Canadian toys I've never seen at any other point in my life. But uh, we would go and hang out. And then uh, he was a, he was a dude for a while, and then and then he was away. a dude for a while. He was a dude for a <laughs> while. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like he was, he, that was our friend, like until he moved away. Okay. We had a Canadian. It was a very international community when we first moved there. It was a it, it was a like we're we were Italian Lebanese. There was an Italian girl whose parents were like from Italy, and then we had uh, a Canadian kid next door. Did you try to smash her? No, because we were five. People grow up. Yeah, like they moved away before that happened. Uh, they moved back in. <laughs> Charlie Horse, I'm trying to walk this shit out. <laughs> anyway, man. I haven't had a thigh Charlie Horse in so fucking long. This is speaking of Hugo. Hugo Dean was just eight years old when he noticed what he thought were seeds around an ant's nest. Other children might have made such an observation had nothing come of it. Well, Hugo's father, Andrew, is a professor of entomology at Penn State University, realized that Hugo had spotted something important. Further investigation revealed that ant-wasp collaborations aren't confined to Marvel films. These motherfuckers trying to kill us. (laughs) The scenes were actually wasp galls and wondered what the galls were doing around the ant's nest. Further investigation has led to a paper in American Naturalist revealing wasps are using oak trees as intermediaries to gain an ant protection for their young. Gain ant, production, ant protection? Yes. More than a thousand <laughs> wasps lay their eggs on leaves and manipulate the plant probably by injecting something into the leaf to create a gall that protects eggs and larvae from predators and the environment. Oak leaves are their, are a favorite target. Give me that bottle of water. <laughs> Give me a bottle of water. This is a lot to take in. Sorry, he, he's having physical ailments. My body's cramping up. God damn it, I can't take this. Yeah, uh, I think they, the animals are in full revolt. They're, they're teaming up in way. Like first they were just attacking us. Now they're now they're collaborating in uh, profound and uncomfortable ways. This is good. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't want I don't want the uh, the cockroach community to hear about this. Because the last thing I need is we want the a, roach, a roach and a bed bug baby. <laughs> yeah, here's the thing: the uh, the 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 like of all like the ones you hear about like not dying off. Yeah. You don't want them teaming up with the ones that do, because the ones that do are the scary ones, right? Like cockroach, okay if they live because they're, they're, they're supposed to. <laughs> yeah, this is, they're 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 scary. Ants, same thing. Like there's never you're never gonna conquer ants. There will always be ants, no matter how desolate the earth is. The first time someone drops a donut, ants will be there. Yeah. And then so now Ant Man and a wasp, and I don't mean white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. <clears throat> I mean, <laughs> Ant-Man. what would an ant be? And that if it was an acronym. Angry Negro Teenager. <laughs> Angry Negro Teenager. <laughs> if it an ant and a wasp teenager. Ow! Crap my oh, damn it, now I gotta cramp my side. My body is revolting. Revolting? 
You know what happens when an ant and a wasp team up? You get cramps. You, you get King Harris. Oh, uh, damn it. <laughs> damn it. Uh, I'm sorry. I so true. It's, it's so obvious. So damn true. Uh, the 18-year-old son of T.I. and Tiny Harris spoke about... God damn it. Uh, spoke following a recent arrest after critics said he was trying to act like a gangster. Shit. The Shadron captured an Instagram story by Harris and shared the video yesterday with the caption, hashtag press play. King Harris speaks out after he was recently arrested. This is a developing story. Was he fake fucking? Why? why? Okay, his parents are both rich. His mother was an SWV. His daddy was a thug for a little bit. <laughs> for a little bit then he retired and started fucking vocabulary That's he went to jail and started reading books everybody yeah. that say blank trying to be a gangster I ain't asked for the police to pull me over y'all B-A-N B-A-N badass niggas <laughs> another thing when it was said that uh, gangster Gangsters have to do this with police. Y'all stop this shit. Gangsters are not black or white or not. It don't matter. The police pull your ass over, you're pulled over. You ain't got to be a gangster, he said in another Instagram story. All right, keep going. The teenager also questioned why no one reported that he had released new music. Oh, my God. He raps? His his stage name is Kid Saiyan and dropped a new track, New King of the South, on Wednesday. This guy. All y'all lame ass blogs about how y'all post that music video I just dropped. Y'all want to post a blank going to jail and shit. How about you post that new video? Nah, that shit's ass, probably. And I haven't even I haven't even watched it. That shit. Nobody wants to no one wants to post that shit, I mean, my guy. The video that features his face, it's trash. I I've never he's like top five ugliest things I've ever seen on the planet. Okay, so the reason oh, Joey, Joey, holy shit. I'm sorry. I'm not holy sorry. Fucking hideous looking thing. I just almost hit the fucking curb. How do you look like Raggedy Ann? What the fuck is happening here? It's that, uh, that weird, like, young He looks, he, 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 he looks like, you know, those, those, uh, like, tall roach things off Men in Black? <laughs> yes. Yes, he does. He looks like if you know the like horror movie when you make the doll come to life. Uh-huh. He looks like when they did that with a raggedy <laughs> Oh my god. Dear Lord now. Dude. Boy, that's I'm one sorry. Why? Dude. Dude top ugliest people you've ever seen. Dude, that is wild. That that's is fucked up and so funny. Right. <laughs> I don't know if I. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Shit, Joey, you almost made me hit the fucking curb. This is why I don't get into <laughs> roast battles, Sam. Like I, I don't have a middle. I just go hard. You will have, you will have a comic crying, <laughs> <laughs> and not in a good way. No, I have like to, for me to roast you, I have to actually hate you. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that doesn't. That doesn't even no, sound no, fun. No, it won't be. It'll be uncomfortable for everybody, yeah. except for a few people who are laughing at the audience, laughing and not laughing at anything. It would be hilarious for me. 
sitting in the back going, oh, shit, Joey going, go, Joey going ham. Ham. That, I just be in the back yelling, Hamburger. <laughs> y'all, y'all, you guys ever hear something so fucked up? It's funny, but you're like, nah, I can't do that. Oh, all the time. Yeah, that would be me. I would literally just be like, damn, Joey, you're really ignorant, my guy. Sam, you missed the time where I was I was at an open mic and uh, some kid was doing some stupid uh, joke about uh, Catholic priests, you know, because he's a new comic, doesn't know his astronaut's elbow. And uh, he did the thing where he goes, what's the matter? Too many Catholics in the audience didn't like that one, huh? And I was walking up to get water and my thought inside my head came out my mouth, which was, no, nope, just wasn't funny. Uh, he didn't you like said that, that out loud? Huh? You said that out loud? Yes. Oh, shit, dude. Yeah. And, and the audience heard me. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. I had tried to apologize to him afterwards, but he was being an ass about it. Have you, have you seen Joe, uh, Kevin Hart interviewed by Joe Rogan? No. Uh, he did a he was talking he did a story about Patrice O'Neill. Yeah. Oh, I knew you was about to say that. <laughs> and Patrice said, "Now nah, your jokes just aren't funny." Yeah, he he's telling his joke. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, a phone book just comes barreling. <laughs> God damn. And it like hits him, but it hits the ground. Whap. Shit. And then uh, and then a he's like book. and he's like, "Who the fuck threw that?" And Patrice O'Neill goes, "I did. Read it." <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck did he get a phone book though? Jokes. I was like, oh my god, god I would have died. <laughs> Jesus, I would have had to get off the stage. <laughs> comedy. Yeah, I, I would have had to take a break. They, 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 were, they were like, "What happened to Kevin, Lord Kevin the Bastard?" That name <laughs> I would have been actually. I would have been like, "Where the fuck did you get a phone book?" Yeah. <laughs> What you the fuck? In order to find a phone book to throw at me, you fat bat. <laughs> oh man, and Patrice, he doesn't fucking care. No, no. Dude, two that I know don't give a fuck about whoever the fuck's around. Patrice O'Neill was one, and Corey Holcomb was is the other. Yes, this is true. Corey, uh, Holcomb, yeah. Corey Holcomb says "fuck you" every morning. He wakes up and looks in the mirror. <laughs> so I fucking don't care about nobody. Dude, Patrice was an fuck ignorant. Ignorant, but so fucking funny. It's like, God damn, dude. I watched a, uh, it was like a, uh, I think he was at the, uh, uh, I forgot what club it was, but there was this lady, uh, like talking and he was just like, shut the fuck up. Nobody's here to see you. Nobody gives a fuck about you. Fuck you and fuck your life. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he, he was, went hard. He went hard. Yeah, he, he he doesn't give a fuck. I missed that part of comedy, Joey. I there's one day I will I will hit that point. You know it's coming. I'll never hit that point, but I'm glad to see someone's almost there. Say, say I'm from PG County. I've been I've been fighting my my inner nature for for a number of years now, and that that, that oh, I'm, you, I'm having trouble keeping that voice at bay. That that you got me fucked up voice has gotten so oh, bad. Joey has been me fucked for years. <laughs> he has a very oh, rap in his mind. PG motherfuckers are crazy. Yeah, 
yeah i've been i've been trying to keep that that crazy under wraps for for a number of years <laughs> but it, i don't know how longer it's gonna happen <laughs> uh speaking of people who got their crazy under wraps uh tiffany haddish Oh my God! It's finally broken silence on the uh, molestation allegations. <laughs> I, don't uh, uh, I don't even understand that those. This is what blows my mind. I have not seen this sketch, but how did you get from comedy sketch to molesting children? Like I don't. <laughs> She's convicted. Of she should have just told. She should have just told Aries to shut the fuck up. Don't say anything about don't say anything about Lizzo because you're about to fuck both of our careers up and you don't have a career anymore. No, no one gives a fuck about you or your life. <laughs> dude, dude, the thing that threw me off. So the dude who did the interview, uh, it's 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 it sounds like Sean Cotton and he runs this page on Instagram, uh, so called Say Cheese, and he'll post like just some shit to just make people argue like one time he posted he posted on his page he's like randomly y'all miss donald trump yet no nobody <laughs> fucking does you piece of shit <laughs> shut the fuck up I hate people, yeah. <clears throat> yeah and so and as soon as i heard what do you think about rap what or he said like what do you think about lizzo's music and I was like, dude, that's so random. What the fuck does Lizzo have anything to do? And then he, and then Aries, Lizzo, she looked like a shit emoji. Dude, look in the fucking mirror, my guy. Yeah, that was that was the most glass house shit I've ever seen. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a good look for him, a. But this whole thing has spawned from it. Yeah. And I heard I heard a say the other day. That seems like hold on. This is the thing that blew my mind. We went from okay, hey, you know, probably should should just like hey. not do that Aries to hey, what the fuck have you been up to? Yeah, Joey, jo Joey. hundred that way now. Joey, yeah. Are you guys taking a, a break anytime soon? We can. Yeah, because I'm about to run. I gotta run into Seven Eleven real quick. I'm just sitting All in the right. parking lot. You can, yeah, you can yeah, run yeah. to Seven Eleven. Yeah. All right, cool. I'll be right back. But here, here's the thing with with the way the culture is at, not only the uh, the hip hop community but comedy in general. Right. Any comedian that says anything, they are everything they've ever done is looked at again. Mm -hmm. So like when Kevin Hart say, um, was hosting the Oscars mm -hmm. that one year, everybody has to go back to nine year ago tweets where he said he's gonna hit his son over the head with a Barbie doll house. And if he if he said he was gay, and they're like, "Oh my God, Kevin Hart's a, a homophobe," and he's like, "I said that nine years ago. What the fuck?" Mm. Like it doesn't it didn't register. Like I was listening to Charlemagne, mm -hmm. and he was like, "When are we going to sit down and have the conversation of, yeah, we did reckless shit. It wasn't that long ago, mm. but it was okay then. We're not saying it was fine. It's fine to do, but it was some of those things that were just." It's just comedy. At yeah, that but point. this wasn't like this wasn't saying because because it wasn't it wasn't like it was a bit where because I, I was reading more into it as far as what happened with this whole thing. Okay, and Tiffany did a Tiffany and uh, Aries did a sketch. Mm -hmm. Just did a comedy sketch where they had kids who were like like twelve or thirteen, mm -hmm. and they did like a Bill Cosby sketch. 
where they were they were pretending to groom these kids for molestation. Mm-hmm. But it was all for it was done for laughs. Same way they did because the same way him and uh, Tiffany did another sketch about Bill Cosby, where Bill Cosby where he, and it was also to be a subway commercial. Somehow. It was going to be a subway commercial. It all it's all so weird, like because it's before or after the whole Jared thing. It was I guess it was before. It was before Jared and before Girls Trip. So you had to understand that these are not com- these are comedians grasping at straws. Uh, Aries on his way down, Tiffany on her way up. In 2013, Haddish appears as a guest speaker at a summer camp. And that's where Jane Doe. Uh, yeah, they keep 14, calling her Jane Doe. Yeah, they're Jane trying. and John Doe. Keep it under wraps. Yeah. Tiffany did release a statement. Yeah, she said she can't talk about shit right now. Yeah, it's basically. And and Aries and Aries is like, I ain't talking about this shit yet. It's it's so stupid, man. I I swear I'm not. I'm not here to victim blame or anything. I, I hey, if they were victimized, they were victimized. They need to be in the third ring of hell at the end of the day. Mm. Um, and if it's if it comes out in a wash that the that they actually did this, mm. oh, they're shit people. Yeah, and they need to get the Bill Cosby treatment. That's simple for me. Yeah. Now, will all their work suffer because of this? Yes. Mm-hmm. So you can have people boycotting Girls Trip too. too. And, uh, is that coming out soon? No. Girls Trip 2, two Electric Boogaloo is when they go to uh, Estes Fest in New York. <laughs> it's a Sex in the City spinoff. Uh, <laughs> I feel like Tiffany's uh, been a little bit like on the slow play lately. Yeah, she's she's on she's she's been trending. Well, she still does comedy, right? But like her her she wasn't a superstar she was no. a couple years ago. That whole common thing and cutting her hair off, kind of. She was on. She was on fire a few years ago. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's kind of weird that she'd already kind of hit that peak, and now we're early. It, and we got tired of her. Yeah. Like but, I, I like. And like, that's probably circling back. That's kind of the most amazing thing is that we haven't gotten tired of Kevin Hart somehow. No, it's crazy. It's insane because like if any if anybody was like if oversaturated was a person it'd be him and for some reason I think people are just I think he's just so fucking inspiring like he just be, like the work ethic it'd be him and the rock yeah if oversaturation were people the be him yeah. and the rock. but the thing is yeah. I'll sign up for anything those two ever do just because <laughs> I I they seem to be, have the most fun doing it yeah. whatever like, they do together it looks like they're best friends doing something that, and having two friends working and having fun and that's yeah. the american dream like that, yeah. if you had to pick the american dream that's it in a nutshell being able to like just do your your job is with your best friend and you're just like having fun all oh you're looking at me red my eyes if you say that <laughs> yeah that. we're not making money at it yet <laughs> you see what i'm saying like they're they're like living off of this shit. imagine if we were doing yeah they're making fucking bank dude it's nuts and to sell out arenas like as much as he does is fucking crazy. It's insane to me. And, and the, I'm the, someone who sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was saying the funniest part about Kevin Hart is like he'll post something and the comments would just be like on his Twitter just shitting on him. Oh, he's not funny. Or if you Google or if you like uh, <clears throat> search his name on Twitter, it's just a bunch of black people like, oh, Kevin Hart isn't funny. Kevin Hart isn't funny. Then he's still fucking selling out. Who's buying the tickets? Because those people are in the minority. True. Yeah. 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 That is true. 
I, I think the thing it, that is wild with it too is just like the with Kevin, so much of it is like I, I, I just can't like I can't fathom that to some degree on just the personal level of I would never pay money to go see a comedian in an arena setting. Yeah, like, it doesn't feel intimate at all. It's it, yeah, it's like, it's, <laughs> it's like it's like it doesn't it's, feel like comedy show. I don't like yeah. sporting events in stadiums because yeah. it's too far away. Like I get I get a better view from view on television. Why would I want to watch one person in <laughs> like I, mean, I, I like football, but I don't go to football games. I don't pay hundreds of dollars to go to a football game and sit in the upper deck when I can watch it on TV. And that's when there's like two people on the field at any point in time. Imagine being there and there's one guy on the field. <laughs> it's like I'm paying all the money to see a dot. Well, I've, I've, I've seen comedy shows in arenas. Yeah. I went and saw the um, when Martin had his uh, his tour a couple years ago, and it came. I saw that tour. It's a fun experience, but it depends on the comic too. Yeah. Like, I can't. You can't see all the act outs when they're on stage. Right. When they're on a stage that's fifty football fields away from you. But again, you're listening to the comedy, and I, and I died laughing listening to the comics that were up there. Right, but I'd much rather pay the same amount of money to go to New York and go to like the stand and sit this far away from the headliner. Yeah. Like I saw Big J Okerson and literally sat this far away from him. And that was awesome. Okay. I mean, I saw, I, I mean, I saw when I went and saw um, Ali Sadiq mm -hmm. at the improv. Oh, he's so fucking funny. <laughs> Yeah, I, when I went and saw him at the improv, I, I feel that too. Yeah. Like it like I sat literally twenty feet away from him. And he's telling it looks it feels like he's telling the jokes to me. Yeah. Not to a not to a blank room. I'm pissed he doesn't have a Netflix special. Yeah. He has a bunch of other specials though. He's got like ten specials. Yeah. But I feel like he should be so much bigger. But I mean he's huge, but like he's just so fucking good at telling stories. Yeah, but he's huge now. He's been doing it for twenty five years, damn. Near. I was about to say since like ninety, the nineties, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he's probably on the cusp. Like, I think in another year or two, you probably won't be able to get him at the Improv anymore. Yeah, he'll probably be at the Warner. Like that seems to be the path in DC, right? You go, you go. Uh, because I watched this with Lewis Black. I saw Lewis Black a couple times at the Improv, and then he got too big for it, and then he started doing the Warner. Yeah, and I don't blame him. And mm -hmm. it's like. You know, I'm hoping that like, and I think there is a happy medium, right? Like I, I, you know, we look at this with, with uh, comedy shows near me because we started out in a little room and the intimacy is there yeah. and it definitely has created this like wonderful experience, but we want, went there hoping to get the bigger space mm -hmm. um, because we wanted to, we wanted to share what we're doing with more people. But like, there is something to that intimacy when it comes to stand up as a medium. Yeah. Otherwise it's like, why am I watching this? in this venue when i can watch like especially when it comes to someone who's at the level where they're going to put out specials yeah right see like, but all of everybody wants to get to that eddie murphy level right or eddie murphy in madison square garden but again like <laughs> if you're like especially the things that make going to a live comedy show special are those ties directly to the audience because they will you know um sam do you know d -Lo? i haven't i haven't met her but i heard she's funny as fuck She's amazing. She's one of our favorites. Yeah. Um, but uh, 
and she's she's actually was on the podcast uh at the end of last year but like the thing that um that one of the things she said to me last time she did um comedy shows near me was um she likes to see who's in the room before she goes up she likes to kind of look look who's out there and mm-hmm. see kind of who you know who as a who in the audience kind of might be a fit for a joke not that you're gonna like tell the joke about that person but who might you know who a joke might do you have already might resonate for okay and 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 that's the thing that's the thing that that that, and that's what's gonna make that you know make when she performs for that person that's gonna endear her to that person because that person's going to feel like that joke was for them right Yeah. yeah especially if she locks in on that person when that comes up and having that foresight you can't do that in an arena yeah no you can't and so that's what creates those special things and and i mean i'm not going to tell like kevin hart what to do hey again <laughs> it comes back to making money at the end of the day you, yeah. you take the money because you don't know tomorrow you know people get sick of him you know it's a, again it's, he, what he's doing is unprecedented as yeah. long and I, i'm a big believer as long as he's been doing well i'm a big believer that in sports and entertainment it's all entertainment really it's a very unforgiving future. You have no idea what's going to happen down the road. Take everything that's in front of you when you have the opportunity to. You can't. And that's live. what he does. Huh? And I said that's what he does. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Strike while the iron's hot. Yeah. Speaking of striking while the iron's hot, Keenan Thompson. Joey's nemesis. There is 20 hours and 46 minutes left to upload your entry for the Keenan Keenan Thompson Ultimate Comedy Experience. The nationwide search for the funniest comedians and the next generation of young stars. Keenan has chosen more than 45 cities to find the best of the best. They will have exclusive short showcases. Record in front of a live audience. Okay, you you putting your you putting your your tape in, Joey. I'm going to clip all of my podcast rants about Keenan Thompson and submit them. <laughs> Make one set. I feel about like how much you hate Keenan Thompson. I think that would be like just for. I think they would just like have to book me on. Like, okay, that was that was clever. <laughs> like, it's just funny that that you even went there. Why are you on my show? <laughs> <laughs> Why? You asked for it. <laughs> I'm just gonna caption it at the end, at the bottom. You asked for this. Uh, Joey, Joey, Joey does not understand the the black treasure that is Keenan Thompson. Joey, Joey does not know how much Keenan Thompson means to the black community. He has kept a job for almost two decades. Joey Lafaro. Has he? I, I've never ever seen him do stand up. I don't think he does stand up. I don't think he does stand up. He did he was an actor turned sketch child actor turned yeah. sketch comedian. Bad yeah. sketch comedian. <laughs> I didn't even know he was on fucking SNL. He was on there for 20 yeah because it's been irrelevant since he's been on it. Dude, I didn't even know he was on fucking like someone I think someone posted it. They were like, "Oh, Keenan Thompson, he's like the, he was the, like he's like the longest cast member or some shit like that." Longest reigning cast member. Yeah. I didn't I was like, "Oh shit." I forgot about him. Forgot he still had a job. <laughs> That's because like he plays himself in every sketch. He's that guy. He, okay, Keenan does the one thing that people don't seem to understand when you get a job these days. Okay, mm. Keenan 
is good at making fries. <laughs> Keenan doesn't go above his station in life by trying to do more than make fries. Yes. Comfy. <laughs> He's comfortable. He See, was great in Mighty Ducks 2 with the knuckle puck. Oh, yeah, that was my shit. That was, I, wanted, I wanted to do ice hockey so bad after watching him. But uh, I remember I was black and I can't see. I can compliment him. But God damn it, you sucked on SNL. <laughs> like, just like, oh. Oh. <laughs> You're just so angry. So angry it comes out as an aha. Uh-huh. Three decent sketches in 20 years. Well, him and Steve Harvey is hilarious. Him as uh, Steve Harvey doing uh, Bill Cosby is hilarious. Him and Steve Harvey doing Bill Cosby doing R. Kelly. That was funny, too. <laughs> uh, him and R. Steve Kelly. Harvey doing Bill Cosby doing R. Kelly doing a uh, dad uh, trying to raise a white family. That was funny. Um, him and Steve Harvey doing uh, Bill Cosby doing... Uh, <laughs> him is the dude disguised as a dude played by the <laughs> other dude, dude was hilarious. He's a dude playing a dude playing another dude. Oh God, off the rails. <laughs> Yo, fellas. Yeah. I uh I hate to cut it off. I gotta I gotta put my kid to sleep. Oh yeah, totally go ahead, understand. man. We definitely understand that. Cool. All right. This is fun as shit though. I appreciate it. Thanks for joining us, Thanks man. Thanks for joining us. Definitely had a blast, man. Next time you want to come on, just hit us up. All right. We're definitely cool. happy I'll... to have you on, man. And I'll be out Thursday probably. Okay, okay bet. See you there. All right, bet. All right, man. All right, Joe, let's hit, let's hit a couple more and get out of here, man. Okay. Uh, Dave Chappelle. Okay. He was on stage in Liverpool on Thursday night. Yes. He delivered a stinging assessment of the Oscar slap hurled around the world. Uh, Chappelle in the midst of a joint comedy tour with Chris Rock, who was who in March was slapped while presenting a, on stage at the Academy Awards. You don't say. I didn't hear nothing about that. Uh, quote, Chappelle said, a lot of people forget who Will Smith is. He's <laughs> a nigga. He's a nigga from Philly. Chappelle said at, at Liverpool's MS Bank Arena, according to the British news outlet, the Telegraph. Then ten minutes before he was about to get the biggest award, he acted like he was back in Philadelphia. <laughs> you can pull a neighborhood out of a person. You can. Like people have tra- people have done it at my mm-hmm. job. Like I, I got someone threw a stake at me, thinking that this, this shirt and tie doesn't come off. Right. Like I'm gonna be the same person after you throw a stake at me. No, I'm carrying a scan gun. I'm hitching the back of the head with this gun, and then I'm gonna beat you. <laughs> That's what was about to happen. I'm just imagining some of your coworkers trying to pull you back. Oh no, they did. That's hilarious. My customer service manager at the time. Well, called Capital T. Shout out to Capital T. <laughs> she she grabbed my arm and said, "No, no, no, nope, nope." <laughs> it pulled me in the hall because she could see again with me. Rage is different. You can see when I'm about to flip. Yeah, because <laughs> my eyes changed. <laughs> so he's like, "Are you f- fucking serious yeah. right now?" <laughs> but yeah, That's so me. I saw that dead day of blue tipped over that ice tea at you. <laughs> uh, Oh, when he pushed water in my damn way? <laughs> like I was a goddamn sugar plum? <laughs> Will did the impression of a perfect man, perfect person for 30 years, and he ripped his mask off and shows he was 
as ugly as the rest of us, Chappelle said. Yeah. Whatever the consequences are, I hope he doesn't put his mask back on again. Let's his real face breathe. I see myself in both men. And I get that. I know because because again, Dave is Dave's a DC dude that's relaxed and calm because he lives in Ohio now. <laughs> and he smokes weed and is happy with his life the way it is. Mm. But if you hit him on the right note, when that dude came on stage, yeah. they whooped that dude's ass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what the fuck, dude? It, it's it's one it's one thing where you 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 don't know when someone's tipping point is. Yeah. And I'm I'm sorry. It, I'm sorry he tipped on Chris. Chris has something to say too. Chris Chris had something to say too. He said, he "Hit me over a bullshit joke. The nicest joke I ever told." <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what who Chris Rock is. It kind of was. That was <laughs> the nicest joke I'd ever said. This is what I get smacked for. <laughs> it was more that it was like a bad joke. Like he, he's like, he's, I guess to him, it was like, yeah, I I made it. I didn't I didn't go for one that would be memorable on yeah. purpose. I didn't go fuck your wife and her dumbass red table. <laughs> And her old young baby and her old young mama. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm dying over here, Joey. I don't know what the fuck's right. going on. You up my meds. Anyway, what else is going on, Joe? Uh so you ever watched a bare knuckle boxing match? <laughs> I try not to. I saw the backyard ones where uh Kimbo Slice used to do. <laughs> we were just walking somebody's backyard and punch a dude in the there nuts. Was, there was in a, the nut neck. Sounds, <laughs> sounds like something happened in Buffalo. Uh, oh, well, what's going on in the Buffalo boxer? This doesn't happen in Buffalo. Uh, BKFC Thailand three uh, happened, and uh, fighter Ty Emery was ecstatic after knocking out Rung Arun Kunchai in Bangkok on Saturday. I hope you're pronouncing all this stuff correctly. I hope so, too. Uh, after the win, the Australian fighter jumped up on the roach and flashed the audience in celebration. Yes, I saw this, Joey. Now. And the broadcaster said, interesting celebration there by Tay Emery. Haven't seen that one before. <laughs> okay. Now, here's the thing about that, Joey. I am a fan of breast. So whenever they're shown, I'm mm -hmm. happy they're there. She has a good set of breasts. Like most boxers and, and fighters, they lose that breast meat when they when they get when they get all built up it and strong. Pecs. It becomes pecs. She has some good ones. Okay. And she shows them all the time. Like the moment I saw this, you know me, I gotta go deeper. Yeah. I gotta go, I gotta dig, 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 and see what's what else is out there for. She shows them off a lot. Okay. They, they don't just stay inside her shirt. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Now, how'd you feel about them? You don't like white women, mm. so you can take them or leave them. Put them titties away. Put them titties away. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that wasn't the time for titties? I don't like black eyes and titties. I feel like that's a... I don't want to have anything awoken in me or anything. I just don't want to go down that rabbit hole. You don't like tough titty? What? <laughs> that's what I call that. That's a tough titty. That is not what that is. That's not what a tough titty is? No. I think that's a tough titty. <laughs> Candace got some tough titties. <laughs> she be boxing and shit. 
Speaking of titties, Ukrainian hackers <laughs> created fake profiles of attractive women to trick Russian soldiers into sharing their location. Days later, the base was blown up. Yeah, of course. Horny <coughs> men will blow will end the world. Ukrainian hackers set up fake accounts of attractive women to trick Russian soldiers into sending them photos, which they located and passed to the Ukrainian military. Nikita Knish, a 30-year-old IT professional from Kharkiv, told the FT that when Russia's invasion began in February this year, he wanted to use his hacking skills to help his country. He recruited other hackers and founded a group nicknamed Hack Your Mom, which now consists of 30 <laughs> hackers from across the country. Okay. Last month, he said they duped Russian soldiers in Melitopol by creating fake accounts and pretending to be attractive women on several social media platforms, including Telegram. The hackers were able to get to know Russian soldiers and ultimately convince them to send photos of them on the front. Oh. The Russians, the Russians they always want to fuck. Told the FT. <laughs> they send a lot of shit to girls to prove they are warriors. That's funny as shit. The Russians, they always want to fuck. They send a lot of shit to girls to prove they are warriors. Yeah. Once the soldiers sent pictures, the hackers were able to identify that they had been taken from a remote mu Russian military base near occupied Melitopol in southern Ukraine. They transferred the information over Ukraine's military, and several days later, the base was attacked. My <sighs> first thought was, I'm an effective. I can help my country. Get another, in my belly. Another, <laughs> another team member on Hack Your Mom identified only as Maxim told the FT, then I realized I want more of this. I want to find more bases again and again. The Ukrainian online news site Ukrainian Pravda reported last month there was an explosion at a large Russian military base in Melitopol, citing its mayor, Ivan Fedorov. Insider was able to identify very is unable to independently verify the hackers' claims of involvement. Okay. Hey, man. <clears throat> they, 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 if you can find them by by tricking them into thinking they get some ass, they stupid anyway. That's hilarious. But the thing was, like, it's just like that. Late, see, the 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 Ukrainians are tougher and smarter than everyone gave them credit for being. Oh, I you'll mess with Ukrainians. Yeah, because remember that lady that uh, I saw. I just, I saw the video over again the other day. Yeah, the chick when they first when they, when they first invaded. Yeah, and the lady was like, "Hey, I'm gonna give you these sunflower seeds, so when you die, we can grow sunflowers from your dead body." <laughs> it's like Ukrainians are fucking nuts. Yes, and they and they look like they're using honey traps very well. Yeah, and it was well played. That was well played. Hey, man, you gotta win the war somehow. Uh, is that all we got for this week, man? Uh, just that uh, uh, Harry Styles didn't spit on Chris Pine. I know that there was, a, <laughs> there was some confusion. Although he did say some really fucking stupid shit that may have caused Chris Pine to question his existence. You know, my favorite thing about the movie is like it feels like a like a movie. It feels like a real like you know go to the theater film movie that. You know, you, you kind of the reason why you go to watch something on the big screen. I, I think <laughs> Harry Styles, Styles. Are stupid shit. Uh. 
I think he needs to get kicked out of Hollywood. I don't think you hey, don't think he deserves to be in Hollywood. I, I don't think you you, know, <laughs> you were in a, you were in a whole movie. You were <laughs> in the movie, and the best thing you can say about the movie it feels like a movie. <laughs> it felt like a movie. You interviewed like you didn't do the summer reading. Like what the fuck was that? The best thing about this book is funny, it was a book. A this book was great. I I enjoyed this book. Really, it was it was a book about two cities. Really felt like a book. You know, it didn't feel didn't feel like a magazine. It was a long tale of two cities. It felt like a book <laughs> that you went to the store and bought. It's a book. It's a book where you know book stuff i mean it, it does it does book felt, stuff felt like a book you could put on your shelf and someone would look at it and think you were smarter <laughs> so look at that book and go you know what i think that old man in the sea did a good job the thing <laughs> i feel so sad that our audience can't witness is the face that was on chris pine as this statement was being made chris pine has the the most are you fucking serious face because he sits still for a minute <laughs> he looks and so then, then all of a sudden his face just goes Huh? Huh? He looked like he was completely zoned out. He like he he had to go to a safe place. He had to go to his safe place. He had to go to his happy place. Oh my goodness. Ugh. He's like he's Hollywood like, actors. Are he's stupid. remembering his like seventh seven uh seven year old Christmas. He's like went away to just like to remember. Chris, you know? Chris Pine is daydreaming okay. about Gal Gadot. <laughs> it's like I can't I can't be in this mo in this memory right now. Let me go back to Gal Gadot. Oh my goodness! All right, man, we're gonna get out of here, man. It's been a fun week, Joe. All right. Yeah, fun this week. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, sure, why not? I mean, it could have been funner, but I mean, yeah. fun weeks, fun week. Oh man, but we're gonna get out of here, Joey. We can be fine, get my friend. Uh, Lafaro Comedy on Instagram and comedy shows near dot me. Everywhere. Oh, our special guest this week. Where can I find Sam Cobb? Sam Cobb, you can find at Sam Double A M C O B D. Okay. In the comments section. In the comments. Yeah, <laughs> and you can find him at comedy shows near me coming up in October. He's part of our October lineup. Awesome. Uh, which most of which is dropped on uh, Eventbrite. Eventbrite, sweet. And we got a show coming up, Joey. We big do. show, big time, headliners only. Headliners only is coming to you <coughs> November 19th. Get your tickets now. The early bird tickets are only $20 for a stupid good lineup oh, yeah. of talent that the DMV, ha I don't even know that if the building's going to be able to, it might not survive this. It might not be able to hold this much. How they can hold this much talent. Ellsworth Place, much like Sesame Place, is going to get a little darker. I'm sorry, that's not how it's supposed to work. Uh, it's going to get a little funnier down in Ellsworth Place. Oh, man. But I'm DJ Marcus. I will be out at comedy shows near me this Thursday night. Mm -hmm. Come on by the DJ booth. You want to hear <coughs> You want to hear a specific song? Come on by. Ask me for it. If you ask me and I have it, I'll play it. That's mm -hmm. how DJ works. But if I don't have it, I will lie to you and say it's coming up. Because <laughs> that's how DJing works. And then we'll just hope we start the show before you do. And, it, and I'll be going, oh, man, we started the show and I couldn't play it no more. I'm sorry. Uh, stay for the open mic and uh, I'll play it in between and I won't. And we might get Sam Cobb at the open mic this week. They so come go. through this week because we already have a stack lineup and the open mic has been sneaky good as of late. Yeah, it has been good. It has been getting better and better. But you know what I'm playing to see, Joey? What's that? The Black Star this you Thursday. You can't miss. 
you can't miss Alex Starr in the building. That's that's special. That's going to be a special night. All right, for DJ Marcus, Joy LaFarge, Candace August, we are Dot Comedy, and we will see you next time. More fun and more thrills on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Podcast.